What is up? What is up? This is Carmen Davis, and you are listening to the birthday boy. <laughs> this is the Carmen Davis show. How are you feeling? I am. I'm trill. You know, I'm feeling a little woozy from the boozy. I'm drinking um, champagne and eating leftover birthday cake. Oh my god! Like y'all. I, y'all know I'm not an emotional person, you know, because I got to keep it real. I got to keep it real. You know, I'm not a very emotional person, but I love key peep, peep the love this year. Like, <laughs> I love, I mean, like Twitter, like I got like a, a, so many tweets. I couldn't even respond to most of them. I was not expecting that, um, especially as, you know, a bitch was not tweeting for years, and I hopped back on. I don't know if people know the story about how I hopped back on Twitter. But it was because of Mariah Carey. And she dropped the Glitter album. And I had to tweet about it. I had to tweet. Because I was like, bitch, do y'all know that Glitter is on Spotify? I had to. That's how I got back on Twitter. And I haven't looked back since. I am a part of the upper echelon. I am a Twitter girl. Like Joanna Scammer says, and ever since then, you know, I've been tweeting. We talk about the show. We talk about day-to-day life. And, oh, my God. Like, you know, my birthday was the 12th, January the 12th, the big 2-5 again. And I am thankful, like, for the love. Like, y'all really love me. Y'all show so much love for me. I got a bunch of emails. I got so much Facebook messages. I got Facebook posts, Instagram posts, people posting me on their stories. Like, and I got one particular message from, I'm going to shout you out, Cammy. That was Cam, girl. <laughs> now, that, now, that really kind of brought a tear to a player's eye i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie that was one of the most beautiful things that i've ever read about myself ever shout out to cammy shout out to all of you thank you so much for the love and support that y'all have bestowed on to me last year despite everything that happened was one of the best years of my life and it's because of y'all and i thank you I thank you enough of the the mushy bullshit because uh, <laughs> you know I keep a trail you know I got one of the best birthday gifts of all time on like around midnight besides a new moon cap the Capricorn moon falling on my birthday cello <laughs> okay you I mean come on I'm powered up in the morning last night, I was like, okay, you know, I blew my, I blew up my candle, and I was like, okay, what do you wish for? And in the morning, I woke up. I was like, God, what do you wish for? What do you wish for? If you could have anything, what could you have right here, right now? The boy who has it all, what could he have? I, I spoke it into existence. President Donald Trump is being impeached. All right, before we go into any further, <laughs> make sure you follow, like, rate, subscribe to this podcast because I don't do it for my health. 
mash that bell button, follow me, yeah, boy, yeah, bitch, you know, give me my love, give me my gots, give me all my tens, give it to me, you know what I mean, like, because, come on, we about 32, 33 episodes in, going up the charts, I'm going to be number one on Spotify if I have to kill everybody in my way. You heard it here. <laughs> it ain't the champagne talking, okay? Like, I mean that shit. I believe in us. I believe in you and me. I believe in us. I think we can do it. So, make sure you follow, like, rate, subscribe, comment, do your thing. Run it up, but Lord, I love the sound of the words impeachment and Donald Trump together. It's just, I mean, oh my God, what the fuck are we waiting for, child? Like, what more does this motherfucker have to do to keep a seat at that motherfucking office? What more? What more? What more? What more? What more? This motherfucker has been impeached a second time. Okay, let's just hop back into it. If you're new to the show, our first segment is always the hot topic. And this, this again, is Miss Donald Trump. She is impeached for the second time. This is from lovebscott.com, of course. Shout out to lovebscott.com. Donald Trump has become the first president in U.S. history to be twice impeached. To be charged with crimes by Congress. He will now face a trial in the Senate where he, if convicted, he could face being banned from ever holding office again. The impeachment measure passed largely along party lines with only a handful of Republicans voting in favor of impeachment. Okay. It's important for him to be impeached. Not just because of that. I want him stripped. People want to know when, why, why now? You know, Joe Biden's going to be sworn in. What difference does it make? You know what I mean? Like, what difference does it make? Like, he's about to be sworn in. What difference does it make right now? Joe Biden's about to, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, Joe Biden's about to be sworn in. What difference does it make right now with Donald Trump being impeached? And I will tell you, okay. January the 20th, Donald, I mean, um, in like six or seven days, Joe Biden will be sworn in to do his job, to flip it, do the best of his ability. I mean, the nigga could literally come in and sneeze on the beat and the beat got sicker. You know, at this point, like, he can't, he can't do anything worse. If he has any kind of intelligence, any, any, any kind of intelligence, any kind of steady pulse and, and on the world that we live in right now, or a, sense of right or wrong he cannot do any worse than what has happened the last four years i don't care what any of you say there's do y'all don't have any receipts and then if you get receipts you get no refunds trump has literally caused every everyday people we are all on the edge of our seats let's keep it real 
Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a thousand. There are people, everyday people, who have no reason to be afraid to go to work at the Home Depot of some fucking Trump supporter coming up after them crazy. We are terrified of y'all, Trump supporters. Listen up. We're not terrified. We're terrified that we might have to kill you niggas. We might have to step stand her ground. We might have, it might be a real war. One more shot of our people. One more shot at our people. And it will be. It will be. It will be bloodshed. Niggas are clocking out. And we are killing the the next, knocking off the next head of because it, it's I can't I can only speak for myself. And at this point, I feel like I've seen more um, Trump train hats, or Make America Great hats, or Trump supporter hats than I did when he was actually in office when he was the president, the sitting president. He is the sitting president, but I've seen more than ever. What message do you think that you are giving to the everyday people who are not white? Honestly, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is, I feel like this is old hat. I can't wait to talk about something else. I can't wait. And the next week we will be talking about Joe Biden being sworn in and Donald Trump, hopefully, in hell. I mean, I don't, I, I, I hate, I hate saying that. I'm one of the, I'm, I mean, in hell or jail. I, I'm someone who is, I am very sweet. I, I, I actually wrote a report on Donald Trump when I was in high school about how he is an inspiration as a business model when he, before, like a fool. I believed in this motherfucker as a business person, as a president. I could have never, I still do not believe that this shit has happened to us as a country. I can't believe this shit happened to us. I can't believe we allowed this to happen. I feel like we had all been violated because we underestimated this bullshit because of the fact that we just couldn't get our asses to the pole. The fact that we couldn't take this nigga serious. We did not take. We didn't take. I know I can only speak for myself. I had no idea how much hate was brewing in this country. There was and people being functioning. Hateful motherfuckers. Hateful, hateful. Some of the most hateful people. People have no idea. And it's like, I don't even think they gather the fact that the, them wearing those hats and the symbol, they do. Let's not, let's cut the shit. Let's cut the shit. They get how hateful the message is wearing those hats, wearing those shirts, and saying those things and supporting him or giving. Any kind of, any kind of like friction to people who have spoken up against Donald Trump to run into these people's home, to this, the Capitol, 
and cause so much mayhem out of people who are saying we want a president who actually gives a fuck about us despite our race. And y'all saying, hell no. We want someone who doesn't give a fuck about you. What is the reasoning? What is the reasoning? What is the reasoning other than bigotry and racism? You can say the economy all you want. Our economy is going to be in a tank the first year. Maybe two. Because of what Trump has done. Like, people are so hateful and so ignorant blissfully ignorant about the mayhem that has become of this country that they have ushered in because they have their own prejudices that were passed down to them as children. They are going to look like fools. I hear a lot of talk about, um, oh, you know, it's going to get really worse. It's going to get, it's going to get worse. Y'all are losers. At the end of the day, y'all lost. What what do you want to make it worse for? It's worse on y'all. We're laughing at y'all. What y'all did at that Capitol, what you've done to this country for the last four years is embarrassing. And the fact that y'all keep egging it on, making sitting on it, we want to, uh, this isn't by accident. Trump is not being brought into these conversations about treason and uh, his, him going against this country and the Congress. This is not some shit that people are making up. These are facts. We are actually, now that we are sober, there will be no more intoxicating our minds with your white bullshit. Your white is right bullshit. There will be no more of it. We are talking facts. We're giving fizzy facts. Fendi facts. This nigga violated. (laughs) Made people afraid to go on day to day with their lives. Because they weren't the right shade of color, the right gender, the right sexual orientation. They were afraid I'm one of them for a brief moment. I was terrified to live in this country that I paid motherfucking taxes in. As an artist, as a person, as a worker, like as a, as an everyday person who contributes to society, thinking about how people, and there were so many more people who are just like me, who looked like me, who lived like me. And all we want to do is just be great in America and have a government that represented them. And then we finally got it. And this is how you niggas act. You march the Capitol because it's getting too even. That you're, you are not the majority anymore because that idiot told you to come and storm the Capitol. If you feel like you are being wronged, you're a dumbass just like he is. my God. And it's okay. Let's, we're not going to pretend like, 
we're not going to pretend like every minute, every other hour, when I feel like my timeline is getting a little bit more peaceful or people are trying to forget what the fuck you motherfuckers have done, I'm going to post a video. I have so many of them. Of you Karens, you Trumpettes, you Trumpies, you hateful motherfuckers and the shit that you've done during Black Lives Matter protests, the maybe even the riots that we had to have, all these things, the way the the verbiage that you guys used against us. And then to turn around like some goddamn animals and storm the Capitol, thinking that you were Standing up for what's right. This is domestic terrorism. There's no equating. It's no, it's no, it's not equal. Y'all are no equal to us and what we've done this year. We have put people, we have rose, risen above, we woke people up because of what happened this summer. And years before, there are people who are doing this for years. Black Lives Matter is not something that just came up this year. This has been something years in the making because of, of pillars in our community, inch by inch. This is a dream that people are having come to life. You motherfuckers are not going to ruin it for us. Y'all are not. I can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Any kind of form, burn it down, do whatever, blow, go and put... Uh, fucking blow up dolls and the the fucking Smithsonian say we don't give a fuck. The twentieth, there's a new, a whole new attitude in a motherfucking White House, and there is nothing you can do about it. You lost in the Senate in every seat. It's, it's something different. This is totally different. If you want to, off your motherfucking selves. I'm sorry. I hate. There's nothing. I I wish that we could bring people to the future, but everybody's not ready for the future. Not everyone is coming to the future. Not everyone is. But the majority of us are. The ones who voted for a change, who are sick of it, and we're ready for it. We're here. We've adapted. We've seen the errors in our ways. And we're not afraid of you motherfuckers. You can intimidate. You can scream. You can shout. Like you always have for decades, for centuries. Rape, pillage. Do what you want. You are not the majority anymore. You lost. You've lost. Shame on you. You've lost just like every one of us have in the past. And what do we do? We silently died little by little, but we rose because we were right all along. And you were wrong, dead wrong. And now we will rise like the motherfucking Phoenix, bitch. Have a good motherfucking night. Let's move on. Our ancestors told us this would happen for us.
every one of us, whether you listen to the show, whether you are black, Hispanic, Asian, gay, uh, lesbian, transgendered, cis, any of it. This was written before we were even, we, this was a vision. What's happening and what's trans, what is trans, what is happening in front of us and trans, transitioning in front of us is, is something that the transition, I can't get over it. It's dark because that's what, this is a complete change. This is a complete change on the surface. And even spiritually on the inside, I know we all feel it. It's something different. So it will be scary. It is, it is completely And Godspeed to everyone who is not ready to come to the future with us. All right. So our second segment, just in case, I, you know, we're moving on like we need to. Lighting up the dark. Because every single one of these people have a spark. Inside of every last one of them, they all count. Every last one of them, black, white, people who look like you, who look like who don't look like you, they have a spark and we are lighting this motherfucker up. But let's move on. Let's move on. If you're still here, make sure you like, rate, subscribe, um, review this podcast because I don't do it for my health. And if you are just tuning in, because we have new listeners every week, thank you so much. We go into the second segment, which is our music and our artist spotlight section. We talk about mm, we talk about artists, we talk about albums, we talk about concepts that I have as far as um, musically. Um, we shout out artists. We even also do artists um, reviews, um, album reviews, interviews. Uh, we have a very important, um, very special interview coming up, which I, you'll have to keep tuning in. I'm trying to get this secured. And I think I actually, this might actually be a physical interview. If it allows, there's a bunch of shit going on. You know, trust me, girl, I'll talk, I'll talk, I'll talk to y'all on the after show when we get that all up and everything. But I'll give you the deets. But this particular segment is about um, something that I've been thinking about a lot. Okay, so like I said, it's my birthday weekend. My birthday week, I'm sorry. The January the 12th, every year is my birthday. So go ahead and, and if you missed it this year, don't even worry about it. Don't give me no fake ass. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Ah, bah, 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 bah. I ain't trying to hear it. Make sure you jot it down next year. Give me a real sincere. Send a gift like a real bad bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, figure it me. But anyway, I was going through and I made my little playlist, my feel good playlist. You know, all the stuff that's going on. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I ain't going to let nobody's drama bother me. 
Like I'm gonna have a good time. So I went through and I was making my playlist and I stumbled around an artist that I'm have been I'm not gonna lie. I love this artist in her like real, real, really, 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 really big prime. But she did some real questionable and said some real questionable shit about some of my favorite artists. So I kind of put her in the shade room in my mind. But I finally went back and I was like, this is a real singer songwriter of our time. And I'm talking about no other. No one else than the Katy Perry. Katy Perry's pen is crazy. I started thinking about it. I didn't, I, I'm going to keep it really a thousand, a buck. When Teenage Dream dropped, I loved, I loved Katy, went hot and cold, Katy Perry. And you're so gay, Katy Perry. I loved Katy Perry. And I loved Teenage Dream, Katy Perry. But I felt like, and then during that kind of Prism era and the Super Bowl era, I didn't like the shit she was saying. And particularly... When it came to none other than my favorite, one of my favorite artists, Mad- no, I'm not Madonna, Britney Spears, and Mariah Carey. She has really, she jumped out the window. And like, okay, so I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm going to give you a few quotes that I did not particularly rub me the wrong way. And I hardly ever, I don't believe I'm not a person who believes in making someone else's beef, their beef, but there are some people who, you know what I mean? Like when you speak on Britney Spears, don't bother nobody. You know, like, Britney Spears don't bother nobody. And she made a joke of her mental health. Perry made jokes about shaving her head at the Grammy Awards on Sunday night, February the 12th, in 2017, alluding to Britney Spears' breakdown. There's a link in the description box. Make sure you click it. If you don't believe me. I didn't like that. I didn't, Britney Spears is at home minding her business. I get making a little joke. Um, you know, she said, um, they were asked her why she was taking a joke. I mean, a joke, a little, a break between her albums from her teenage dream to prism. And she said, that's called taking care of your mental health. When presenter Ryan Seacrest asked her how her time off had gone, she replied, fantastic. And I haven't shaved my head yet. We all know that Britney Spears was pictured shaving her head after reportedly leaving rehab almost exactly a decade ago at that point. But, you know, I shade, I believe in, you know, sometimes, you know, you say things. But that was weird. 
I mean, Britney Spears really literally be at home out of her business. And you know what I mean? Like, I didn't like that. I did not like that. I, I, and especially on, you know, I didn't like that. That rubbed me the wrong way. And then her issues with my my baby Mariah Carey. I didn't really. Mm. I don't know. I didn't like that. So I okay. Long story short. You know, you know, Mariah Carey act like she didn't see her. And if Mariah Carey acts like she doesn't see you, she did not see you for a whole nother reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she didn't see you, bitch, she didn't see you. She didn't see it for you. So, I'm like, okay, if Mariah Carey doesn't fuck with you, it might be some motherfucking smoke in the city. Bitches that don't bother nobody, okay? But then I started thinking later on in life, I got into, I didn't, I completely ignored Katy Perry's last album because she really and then I couldn't get over the fact that she got paid so much on American Idol. And to me at that point, I don't consider her, I I don't think Katy Perry would have won American Idol if she competed. So for her to get so much on a show that she couldn't have won. So I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking about. I thought that that was crazy. That completely turned me off. There were so many more worthy artists to have that space and that money that that could have saved that show, who could have really given real vocal advice to these kids. I'm not knocking Katy Perry. I love her. I like her voice. But let's keep it real. Okay, so... Then I started realizing that Katy Perry co-wrote and wrote some of the biggest hits of the last 2000 and last decade. I was listening. I accidentally got into her Smile album. And I was like, okay, Miss Katy, she still got the pen. And I realized that Katy had been releasing music up until that point, up between that album that I heard, I got into Tucked. I loved Tucked on a Smile album. I love Smile. I love, um, what is another song that I love on that album? Um, I love Resilient. I, I love that. I like the album. I won't lie. I like the album. So I started looking back. And she started release. I realized she started. She had teary eyes. I loved um, not the end of the world on that album. Harley's in Hawaii. I liked the Smile album. And Katie literally stepped her game up. She wrote or co-wrote all her songs. And I looked back on. I thought about fireworks. And I thought to myself, like, damn, that was really a good motherfucker. For years, I didn't understand why people liked that song so much. I thought it was so fucking corny. 
I was like, why is the song, like, everybody knows the song. It's such a huge song. But I thought it was so fucking corny. But then I realized how one day I caught myself singing it. I was like, this is actually a beautiful song. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting to the wind when blow from caving in? Do you ever feel... I forgot the rest. Do you not know what I do? Do 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 I was like, okay. You know what I mean? And then when I realized that she wrote with... Didn't she write with... um. I want to say she wrote that song with um, Esther Dean. She wrote it with Esther Dean, right? In Stargate. Like, that's a big song. She, Esther Dean wrote that song with her. And then I started thinking about it, like, all the songs, E.T., Teenage Dream that she wrote with Bonnie McKee, who I love. But she wrote these songs. California Girls, Circle the Dream, E.T., like I said, E.T., um, um, what, uh, what is the other song she wrote? Um, she lived, she ate off of Teenage Dream for how many fucking years? Like, a long motherfucking time. Like three years. And that is a long time in this new... If you've released an album in 2010 and you didn't release an album every fucking year, you know what I mean? Like, you were not that girl. But Katie was. Because her music was really that good. Last Friday night... She penned these songs. Or co-penned these songs. Dark Horse, which is literally the song of my... I feel like I've never found a song that related to me and what it felt like dating me. Ever. <sighs> she wrote that song with Henry Walter, Jordan Houston, who I think is UCJ, Katy Perry, Luke Gottawad, Max Martin, Sarah Tessa Hudson. It is produced by Dr. Martin, Dr. Luke, Max Martin, and Circuit. Big names. But she wrote them. Now, at the beginning, I, I always wonder what her contribution were to these, like her biggest, biggest songs recently. Um, I thought for a second, I'm like, okay, well, Katie wrote, we know Katie can write. You know what I mean? Like we, we cannot, she wrote Hot and Cold. She wrote, um, I Kissed a Girl. So what is her like contribution to the the writing process? From what I gather, from what I've read, she didn't write much. She wrote a little bit of Teenage Dream with Bonnie McKee, but in most of the part it was it was her. But then that 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 third that fourth album, Witness, had some bops. She wrote Swiss Swish. I think besides the um, sample of the of the song, she wrote a good bit of it. Tsunami, I loved Tsunami on that album. Tsunami, and I'm sure probably it didn't flop or something like that, but a flop in in Katy Perry's eyes. But go back and listen to that. 
Bon Appetit. I actually love that song. Bigger Than Me. Chain to the Rhythm with Skip Marley. She has some really decent songs. Katy Perry actually has some joints. And I forget, you know, we forget about her because she's such a bitch. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But she wrote Chain to the Rhythm with Sia. But when I went back and listened to like Daisies on this new album or Never Really Over, and I'm like, I look at the writing credits and I realize that Katie wrote on all of these songs. And she's still putting out really good music that is true to her. You can tell that it was genuine. And for a while, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the outfits. Maybe it was how big Katy Perry was and how quick she went away. Like, I don't know. And, and her mouth. Like, I feel like Katy Perry, people always ask me, like, how did you just kind of like, like I went like maybe like a good solid four or five years without consciously listening to another Katy Perry song. Except for like, of course, Dark Horse or something, whatever they played in like Kroger or whatever. But because um, they be given uh, unconditionally some love when I be in like Kroger. But I don't really listen to her because of her mouth. Like I, I hate and I don't mind. And I, I mean, one of my biggest artists that I love is Madonna. So I don't have a problem with a problematic artist who said. But to me, I believe it's why, when and where. You know what I mean? Like just coming out of nowhere and attacking somebody in their mental health is a big problem to me. And it wasn't funny. If it was funny, but I don't think Britney Spears jokes are funny because Britney Spears is her situation is not funny. And you know, she could perform and out. Do you bar none, no matter what her mental health is. So I thought it was kind of a cheap joke, especially considering that you, nobody asked you. Katy Perry. But I have to give it to Katy. I gave this segment to this is dedicated to Katy Perry and her pen. And the fact that she has done some of the greatest pop work, and she still does. I want everyone to take a moment and go listen to Smile, the album. I love Tucked. It's actually in my, my top played songs right now. I'll keep you tucked away inside my head Where I can find you anytime I want to, baby I'm in drinking, so excuse me So my voice is not as crisp as it should be But whatever, it's my birthday You know, Mary J. Blige is not concerned about always sounding crisp When the intent, okay, when she's intentionally giving praise <laughs> You know, you don't pass that shit to Shaka Khan, okay? You know what I mean? I don't have nothing to prove to you bitches. Tell it to the, to the degree on my wall, okay? In vocal arts. I might not have a Grammy, but I have a degree. Who, who, if you can say that. <laughs> if you can say that bitch at me. Moving on. So, I just wanted to take that moment and shout out to Katy Perry and her pen. Moving on. And also, like, 
At first, I didn't understand her and Orlando Bloom's relationship until I realized that Orlando Bloom is a Capricorn and she's a Scorpio. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I like I give cat Scorpios grief, but that's because I understand Scorpios and I love Scorpios, and that I actually feel like I couldn't see myself with anything other than a Scorpio. So there's that. Um, I'm a Capricorn. If you don't know for some odd reason, you listen to the show and you just don't understand that. But Scorpios are really. Something else. And Scorpio women are something, something else. And I don't know if I could, I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to get along with her. I tend not to get along with Scorpio women like that for a very long time. They're very competitive. And so am I as a Capricorn. So either we have to like fight or fuck. But anyway, moving on to our last segment. The love and relationship and sex segment. So always spicy. Make sure you follow, rate, subscribe, like, and review this podcast before we move forward. Before we move forward. Make sure you <laughs> make sure you do that. I'm not that drunk. I promise I'm not as drunk as it might seem. I'm just having fun. This is my show. It's supposed to be fun. I think all of what's going on in the world. If I can bring you some kind of levity for an hour a week, child, I'll do it. I'll be that drunk bitch that you listen to every week. You know what I mean? Did you know that Orlando Bloom's name is like four names? And I'm going to move. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off of Orlando Bloom. It's Orlando, Jonathan, Blanchard, Copeland, Bloom. Isn't that crazy? Who needs that many fucking names? Oh my God. Okay, like I say all the time, our last segment can get a little spicy, child. But you, I'm, I'm Victoria Beckham to the bullshit. I'm here to spice up your life. Spice up your life. And I want to talk about sex and music. And the songs that I, okay. One, my close friend and I always talk about how he doesn't listen to sex during, I mean, music during sex. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing during sex? Like listening to your own breath, which is cool. You know, I ain't knocking that. Like I love a little (sighs) (sighs) moment, you know what I mean? But I need something cinematic. I need some background music. And so here I am to give you some of the songs that you need to add to your playlist if you don't have them. Your sex playlist, if you don't have them on your playlist right now, add them. And we're going to roll it on down. Okay, so one, often, by the weekend. Now, I, I love the weekend anything anything actually by the weekend just go to his play go to his go to his spotify um and just add all of it add all of it 
I love fucking to the weekend. On my birthday, actually, I have I might seem a little bit more more relaxed. I literally probably from the, the clock stroke three on my birthday at three a.m. and I had did not stop fucking for maybe like four hours up until like three that afternoon, two that afternoon. I have a little Scorpio boom. Come through and give me a little birthday. Goody, goody, a little birthday treat. And music was the fixture that keeps me going. You know, if you know me, I'm not shy about how insatiable I am when it comes to sex. I like to go. And that was almost like eight hours of fucking. And I... I I mean, like, rum shot, like, we had rum shots out the ass, literally. Like, I'm taking a rum shot out the booty. That's how fun and sexy it was. And that's how I wanted to ring in my new birthday. And with this playlist, when I continue, I hope you do the same thing. Mount Everest by Labyrinth. Labyrinth? I don't ever know how to say the name. I'm sure it's Labyrinth. Um, Lovers by Anna of the North. So Dancing in the Dark by Joji. Eyes on Fire by Blue Foundation. Mm. Cherry Wine by Hoser. Hosier. Bags by Clario. Waiting Game by Banks. Atmosphere by Joy Division. Lollipop by Lil Wayne. Look la, 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 like a lollipop. Hands to Myself by Selena. Can't keep my hands to myself. Nope. Okay, I'm over it. Okay, so 20, y'all didn't know. I'm a producer too. So anyway, okay, I'm 22. I'm a slave for you by Britney Spears. Boom. If you could do the instrumental, like, come on, that's, that's, that's sex music. That's fucking music. Okay, like, come on. Boom. 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 Boom, 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 by the Victoria Monet. No, not Jaguar. Moment. Don't add super sad. But I guess you could if you wanted to. Like, if you're having that kind of sex. Like, at the whole album. Jaguar EP by Victoria Monet is incredible. So, at the whole shebang. Okay. Um, Raspberry Beret by Prince. Raspberry Beret, Moonage Daydream by David Bowie, mm. Hot and Her by Nelly, <laughs> Like a Virgin by Madonna, Sex Dreams by Lady Gaga, My Humps by Black Eyed Peas, Boom. Okay, No Diggity by Black Street. Um. 
partition my Beyonce. Um, I love um to fuck to. I have a whole playlist that I'm putting in the description box that you can put in as well. My 3 a.m. surrender playlist is to me the playlist that I would listen to with a lover, my on and off again. Maybe my on and off again, Capricorn, my Scorpio lover. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like, you know, that to me, this playlist is supposed to represent that moment at 3 a.m. You know, if you know anything about the hour, the 3 a.m. hour, you know. Very interesting time in the energies around uh, from the moon and all that. And I believe that when you have sex with somebody, it needs to be somebody that you have surrendered to. Um, Softest Place on Earth by Escape is on there. Caught, caught Up um, featuring Khalid by Majid Jordan. I love the song. Ain't Nobody by Faith Evans. Faithful by Michelle Nen Gregorio. I don't understand. You know, I'll butcher, I'll butcher a name, but I'll put the list in the pod. I mean, the, um, playlist in the description and go fuck to it. It's a good vibe. Actually, even if you don't just like do it to it, like it's a really, really good vibe. But I think music to have sex to is so important. And I hope you guys enjoy my playlist. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. That's the show. That is the show. I'm about to finish this pizza and this cake, all this horrible thing, and the champagne, child. Everything that I love for my birthday. I have a whole week. I plan on being at the booty club this weekend. If you see me at Swinger Richards, holla. Um, I've never, I haven't been to the strip club in like years i want to do one thing and i feel like i don't know why i feel like swinger richard is would be the only place that i could go to that would be socially distanced <laughs> but I, if it's not i'm out i'm not even gonna front like if i can't get six feet i'm out i don't know why i've just been like really really on it like i'm back to my old ways like when i started this podcast i don't want to be bothered But anyway, love y'all. Thank you so much for the birthday love. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see y'all next week.